up, cool save chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey. Alright, so this is, I have a story, but I have a question that's probably going to lead to some stories. Mm-hmm. Y'all down for that? Yes. Okay, so have y'all ever met a person while, like, you were in a certain stage in life? Like, say going through a breakup or whatever. And you met another person who was also going through a breakup at the same time. And so y'all became friends because y'all had, like, that breakup situation in common. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once you heal from it and move into, like, a different space, you and that person aren't necessarily friends or hang out as much anymore because they're still in that broken space. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced that before? Yes. Tell me about it then because I'm not <laughs> talking about my situation. Um, I don't know if I, I – it's like I don't know if I necessarily have, like, a – a certain situation, but I do feel like there were certain relationships where it was like, I see that, hmm, maybe if it was just for that period in time. Yeah. And and it sometimes, the funny thing is, sometimes it may not even be like this big traumatic right. experience. It's, for me, it could even it be, could like, be like some like girls I meet in the bathroom when I used to go to the club all the time. <laughs> and in my mind, so I'm nice. like, yo, I wonder where those girls are. Uh-huh. You know? Gotcha. Or, like, just meeting girls out on the club scene, and it's like, we become friends because we all club. Mm-hmm. But then once I stop clubbing, it's like, like, yeah, okay, we was just club friends. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted No, you. you're good. I think, um, I don't know. It's like I used to look at those type of relationships, like, trying to, like, keep them together. But then I realized that it's really just seasons. So, um, and then realizing that we grow out we we grow out of certain situations so um it's a it's it's very interesting because i feel like as humans we literally create and build relationships from brokenness more than we do from like wholeness i think that's Mm. a quote i think it's like you attract who you are Yeah. yeah so if you're broken Oh, you got a bunch of broken friends. And then sometimes <laughs> we look for it. Like, yeah. I, I've I've seen people who literally look for it. Like, instead of saying that or making a decision to get out of their brokenness or their trauma, it's like, I'm going to continue to relive these situations. So I'm going to go to Charday and I'm going to tell her about my situation. If Charday don't get it, oh, I understand the advice that you gave me, but I don't want to hear it. Then I'm going to go to Lauren. And oh, oh, Lauren, she's saying the same thing Charday said. Then I'm going to go to Denisa. And Denisa might be that person that might be like, girl, I know, I get it. And then you cling Latch to on. that person. Right. And then both of you guys are wound mates. So. Not wound with a B. Right. Wound. wound. With wound. a D. With a D. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but do you think that that do you do you think it's unhealthy? And I feel like our consensus is yes. But in thinking about it, I feel like that's where most relationships are birthed out of. Like even when you're a kid, it's like you link up with the kid who has something in common with you. Mm hmm. And, you know, for me, that was wearing glasses. My, my first best friend, her name was Brittany Sawyers, and both of us could not see. Mm-hmm. And she had really thick glasses. I had really thick glasses. It was like, we're going to have thick glasses together. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering, like, is that such a bad thing? It depends on the situation. Because we just said it can be big, it can be small. So it's like, like with the glasses situation, like you guys could, because I've, I've had friendships like that or friendships start in that manner where it's something very small I think like I'll think about me and my friend Sharice when 
I became Sharice, well, when we became friends, excuse me, we both were the youngest at in the group at church. So that's one thing that, like, we had both just graduated what, from what high school. What do you mean youngest in the group? Like, okay, so I just graduated from high school, and she had just moved from California. I think she graduated a year before me, but we were still around the same age. And um, we started serving in ministry together, and we were the youngest, like, serving in that particular ministry. So we just kind of clicked. And that's how our relationship grew from there. But I won't look at that as... But that's not a broken space. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it's a... But it's like the connection. Like, I guess in a way, the the wound. Because the wound could be small. It could be big. It could be... Because the the wound could be loneliness. Like, because I remember in that space, at that time, I really didn't... Like, all the people that I grew up with at church, they were gone. They went to college or they just stopped going to church completely. So it was like, and then with her, (laughs) yeah. And then with her, she had just moved and her, a whole world had changed, Right. you know, because she came from one world in California to now it's like, I'm the new girl. Then I'm the new white girl at that. And it's like, so it, in, in a way it was that small wound of, and maybe loneliness of, Okay. In, in, in establishing a friendship out of that, yeah. so I think it could be bad though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the opposite. Um, hopefully, I'm not speaking prematurely. Um, but it makes me think about the scripture in Proverbs that says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're both broken, neither one of y'all are earned. So, uh, no, <laughs> who's sharpening? You know, what's being sharpened? Right. It, I was gonna say because it's still sharpened. It's mm-hmm. just you know some I mean, shades that probably shouldn't be amplified. Yeah. Is it's just, it just, I don't even know if it's being sharpened. To me, it seems like it's just being pacified. Like, yeah. I can pacify Aww. you. You can pacify me. Like, it's, there's no healing. It's just, a, oh, girl, I feel your pain and you feel my pain. And it's like, in life, you don't want that. You want to be able to grow so mm-hmm. you can go and do better. But if both of you all are deciding to lick each other's wounds or to be wound mates, it's like, then dang, like you're not healing. You're only just pacifying what it is that you went through. So I would say it was, it would be bad. I guess that's why, um, it's so many, I guess, bitter groups to just kind of run around together and it's like no growth. Um, I guess I was looking at with like, let's say the relationship with me and Sharice, it was like, we, it, I, I guess it wasn't wound mates in a way, it, or like yeah, I was just saying, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like, but it, it was a particular situation that brought us together, like how you you use the glasses um, scenario. So it's like, but out of that particular situation, and this is just for friendship in general. I feel like some people just need to make the decision to um, who makes the decision to grow. Like that's what that's the question in my head when I see certain relationships and certain people moving together. I'm like, okay, so if this person takes that first step forward, will that other person or people make that step forward as well and make the decision that, okay, you know what, we might need to step out of this. So it's. Yeah, (sighs) I think for me, um. I'm going to drop some of these T's, truth, transparency, and transformation. Don't mm-hmm. do it. It made me think of um, one of our past episodes, X-Files. A lot of my roommates were my exes. Um, mm-hmm. They were. <laughs> That's good, though. I mean, that is it, good. It's, it's, you know, in all truth, it, at that moment, when I think about 
you know, each each of them, they both fulfilled something that I was lacking in myself. So there were literally many reflections of me. But and do, so, do you think that they were, were they going through certain situations as well? Or yeah, were, but okay. what was crazy was it was like it was different, right? So it wasn't mm. the same thing that I was going through. So it wasn't something that I could easily identify. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of brings me back to the topic when we were talking about X Files, where I said, you know, sometimes you're so close to the situation you don't you see the see big, it. you don't mm. see the bigger picture. Right. And so that happened a lot um, concerning my exes was because I was so close to them. I couldn't re- I couldn't recognize that man. They're only a mini ref- mini reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about them and you're saying, ah, oh, well, I don't understand why you're doing this. Da, 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 you're literally talking about yourself. Mm. Um, so. I don't know. I I think that could actually kind of divert. I guess the conversation a little bit is don't don't divert it. Then don't don't divert. I said go on go on divert it. Oh (laughs) yeah, I just feel like sometimes your roommates are your partners or your you know whoever you decide to Mm -hmm. link up with on in a relationship Mm -hmm. um, space more so than a friendship space Mm -hmm. because I think it's easier to link up especially a brother looking good or whatever Mm -hmm. you know I'm like you could be my roommate (laughs) 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 but um and and literally that's what it was for me it was just like I saw on the outside you looked all right Mm-hmm. Which was me, you yeah. know, at the time on the outside, I looked all right. But on the inside, it was just like I was just in a broken space. And so I, I partnered my I literally partnered myself up with these men that were also broken. And neither one of us got healing during that whole period because we both were in broken places and we were trying to heal each other, but we broke in ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. how can you do that? Right. That bring up a whole nother point yeah. for mm-hmm. me. Go ahead. Uh, I remember, and I, I hope y'all remember too. Before we ever started on the podcast, I remember we had we had a couple meetings. Mm-hmm. As yeah. a matter of fact, and I remember one of the things we said when it comes to truth, transparency, and transformation. That transformation is birthed out of a healed space, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like if you are not in a healed space, then you can't help somebody through the thing that you're not healed from. Yet. Right. And I think there are a lot of people out here who are living their testimony out loud which isn't always a bad thing if you're doing it to be transparent and say hey you can get through this too but when you're trying to teach from that space Mm -hmm. of something that you're not on the other side of yet Mm -hmm. I think it's a bit more difficult when you're wounded to be trying to help someone through a wound that you haven't got through yet Mm -hmm. it's like you can't help somebody get to the other side of something that you yourself are not on the other side of yet absolutely you know, yeah. it sounds like you're saying you can't transform without truth. Right. Listen, because that's literally what it is. It's like you want to transform people, but you lacking all the truth. So all the it's truth. Like, and, I mean, and I mean, and it's not even from a space of where you want to be a liar. It's from a space where you just don't know the full truth yet. Right. So it's like you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. I guess my question is like with those situations, I. It's like part of me wants to ask that person, like, why can't you just sit down and, and walk through your healing first? Like, what is this pride that you have to like, I have to show y'all? Like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I've just never been a person to where I would sit there. and Like, if I don't know the full story, if I don't know the full knowledge of something, I am not going to sit there and try to teach other people so it just I don't know when I see people going through certain things I'll be like okay what is it ticking in you that makes you feel like I have to teach somebody or I have to lead people right now like I feel like we need to learn 
that sometimes we're not in the leadership space. Sometimes we're the the student. student right? So yeah. yeah, I mean, but that goes back to what you were saying about being wounded and wanting somebody to be there with you. I think it goes back to being in a wounded space and not wanting to be in that space by yourself. Mm. Yeah. And so it's a cattle call for people to join you in that space, mm. um, which usually ends up getting a lot more people hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, I, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. I was, sometimes I think people can't pinpoint a specific area of brokenness or a specific thing so in their minds maybe it's not as bad or maybe it's not as deep like for instance if you know i can walk but my foot is hurting i could i could i I can still lead you because i can still walk Mm -hmm. not realizing that the the thing i need to walk i am damaging so deeply because i want just sit down somewhere and heal it first because i want to be a champion a leader or some people are accustomed to being in that space of helping so much and leading so much and some people need to be needed and they don't Ooh. know how to, you know, like transform or realize whenever it's, it's that's no longer their season to do. You Some know? people need to, to be, be needed. needed. You hit it right there. That was that was that was ooh, that was real. Cause it it reminds me of um, you know, our our, our constant jokes with Clubhouse. And <laughs> I ain't made no joke. <laughs> um but like mm. that like Clubhouse is a perfect example of Um, in a way the blind leading the blind Mm. like there's a lot of great knowledge on clubhouse i'm not gonna knock it it's i mean just social media social media period is a perfect example of the blind leading the blind but i'll use clubhouse in particular it's certain uh rooms and houses and stuff like that Mm -hmm. there's certain conversations are happening where um you know we don't know because it's like somebody has this new platform and it's like i don't know um you know on social media is based off of numbers. Right. Um, like Instagram, based off of numbers or whatever, sometimes based off of who you think you're going to follow or whatnot. But because Clubhouse is so new, you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're talking some good stuff or, oh, well, some such and such invited them into this room to be a, a moderator. So I guess, you know, they validated them, so they got to be right. And um, it's like you're just sitting there and the the – the, the the stuff that's being spewed is like <sighs> I don't be in there listening, which is probably a good thing. No, I'm not knocking it. Like some of it is really good, but I have heard some stuff. I, it's, I was like in a marketing room or something, and I, I was sitting there. What like, they say, Ayana? It was just certain things, like you know, because. People, a lot of times with social media, people base stuff off of numbers. So they think that you have to have a certain amount of following or whatnot in order to accomplish certain things. But I've seen the other side of that where you can be a micro influencer, as they say, and still accomplish a lot of things. And then even, um, you know, get uh, like sponsorships and, you know, and all those like you can because in all honesty, all you need is a thousand uh, raving fans, as they, as they call it, Chick Fil A calls it raving fans. A thousand raving fans, and that thousand raving fans can take you wherever you know. But people look at it as I gotta have that fifty five thousand mm-hmm. or that hundred thousand or whatnot. And I remember the person in the clubhouse group they were saying that you know you gotta in order for you to do this you gotta have a large following blah 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 blah. And I'm sitting there like, no you. 
Right. Stop making it about numbers because that's what puts people in bondage. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I mean, and to that point, and I feel like we are getting a bit off track, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I've seen so many influencers who are getting like legit contracts with legit businesses who have way less than 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. People who have less followers, less than 3,000 followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're influencers Mm -hmm. so i mean i think that you know to your point and this is just an example like we're just saying example wise when it comes to certain things just being mindful of who you listen to who you follow and whatnot right so yeah it um as trying to hop back onto the topic it Mm -hmm. made me think of uh something i wrote down that pastor dollar said and he says that pride allows us to admit we're broken Mm-hmm. but doesn't allow us to fix our brokenness. And I think sometimes it kind of goes back to our conversation that we were saying earlier is that a lot of times people are um, very willing to be transparent about their brokenness, right? That I'm broken. But um, what they decide not to include is the truth, right? Um, but then they're thinking that in them being transparent, that it will ultimately heal brokenness and it just doesn't work like that it makes me think about the fact that i love that our saying is true transparency and transformation and that it is not transparency transformation and mm-hmm. truth you know mm-hmm. there's a reason why we say truth transparency in and the then order trans- right. right in in the order that it is because i literally believe that those are the steps that you have to take to kind of get out of that broken place mm-hmm. is that you have to be honest first, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be honest with yourself to say, Hey, I'm broken. And you have to be honest with other people too, you, do. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it makes me think, I mean, of course, nobody wants to wear on the top of their head, a billboard that says I'm broken, mm-hmm. right? Who, who wants to do that? And so that's why I feel like sometimes before you get yourself into a position where you decide to attach yourself to a wound mate, you need to be honest with yourself to say, Hey, is this a good time to be developing relationships with people? Or does, I'm just going to use my name for example, or does Lauren need to focus on Lauren right now for this period of time? Mm -hmm. Because Lauren is broken because in the end, it kind of goes back to what we were saying. You will begin to attract what you are. Mm -hmm. It may not even be your intention, right? You may not be intentionally trying to attract broken people, right? But because you are so broken, that's the only thing that you can see. You cannot mm-hmm. even see wholeness, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's why sometimes it's okay to put yourself in a position where I think it's 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 sort of like a, a solitude in a way mm-hmm. where you're deciding to focus on yourself, focus on your personal journey, mm-hmm. being honest with yourself. And then ultimately that will then lead to being more transparent with other people. Mm-hmm. That means you can begin to speak about it, speak about what you're doing. And then ultimately it'll then lead to transformation. So that's just what I wanted to add to the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Okay, so with that, that was good. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back. So that was a perfect segue. Thank you, Lauren. All right, we'll be back right after this. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. What's up? What's up? What's up? Just kidding, guys. Hi, guys. This is Lauren here. Hey, Secret Sisters. I am here giving you guys your Monday motivation. So this Monday we're talking about for our Monday motivation is that brokenness thrives in our blind spots. I'm going to let you ponder on that a little bit. Okay. 
Okay. So what we mean by brokenness being within your blind spot, sometimes you don't see it. Sometimes you just go on about your day and then, you know, you, you try and get over into a lane of wholeness and then it's like, oh, there goes that brokenness. So you need to look at your blind spots, guys, and understand that your brokenness can thrive sometimes in your blind spots. Love and peace. All right, ladies, we're back. Um, we're back. We're back. We back, we back, we back. No, nope. we, we not back, doing we this today. Again. Why not? It's a song in our heart all the time. That's not the song in my heart right now. What's your, oh, song? What's your song? Oh, I know. I ain't gonna sing it. Bust it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that ain't it. Uh, what else? What, what was it last week? Oh my goodness. Oh, it was uh, the one I kept uh, thinking wrong. <laughs> that Lauren Hill song? But, no, it was no. all of it. That's what it was. Anyways, oh, moving right. on. Y'all right? Moving right along. The brokenness, right? That's where we was at. <laughs> no <laughs> broke things, but you know what? Yeah, some things are whole. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> 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 work well. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're coming back, and we're going to talk about getting out of your brokenness and stop being woundmates. Yes. With people, situations, relationships, all of that. Yes. I want to kick it off. I want to start. I want to say, like, one of the best ways to get out of bonding in your brokenness is taking your brokenness to God. If I'm being completely honest with myself, the moments where I found myself bonding with somebody in brokenness is because I took my brokenness to them knowing that they were going to, like Lauren said earlier, pacify it. Mm -hmm. Instead of taking it to God and saying... God, I feel like this. This is hurting me. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I don't want to be like this. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so, I mean, that for me, I think that's the first way to kind of condition yourself and not not saying that it's super easy because I'm talking to myself here, too, y'all. I don't know y'all's business, but talk to myself. Um, it's, it's not your first thought. A lot of times your first thought when you have an issue or a problem is to call somebody that you know you think mm-hmm. will be able to identify with the issue that you have versus taking it to God. It's so crazy because this morning in prayer, one of the things that God said to me, he was reminding me of a scripture that says, um, you do not have a high priest who does not know what it is that you're going through. And I'm paraphrasing. I have to figure out where that scripture came from. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me that there's literally nothing that we go through that God cannot identify with us through Jesus right. about. And so stop letting your first inclination be to call a person. Now, if you go to God and God be like, hey, reach out to this person, then that's another thing. But your first inclination should be to speak to God about whatever it is that is causing you to feel broken. Mm-hmm. So versus bonding in that brokenness. That's good. I immediately thought about the reverse to what you said, the Ayana thing, where she'll instantly like, oh, let's flip it. Um, sometimes I think we think we need to always take it to him, and sometimes he's gonna bring it to you. And I had a bad. What do you um, mean by that? I, I'm gonna explain. Some I had a bad. I don't know how. I don't want to say I had bad mindset, but anytime something happened, I would always be like, the enemy. Oh my god, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. That 
you trying it you know that type of thing when that what? really mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> i was gonna say an acronym but i'm not um but in actuality and times past i remember asking god increase my territory help me get to a space where i can you know not be bothered or shaken or moved by certain yeah. things so when i prayed and i asked upon these things he was he you know i don't want to say he test but the opportunity presented itself for me to either respond the exact same way right. or if i was gone you know step up to the occasion and look to him to help me with the situation yeah but every time something is presented sometimes i think the blind spot could be an area where god is literally like look you're blind to this so i'm gonna bring it to your attention yeah. you're you're not paying attention to this it's almost like if you're in a car and you're just getting over when you need to turn your neck around and look and see if there is a car in your blind spot right. and i just rely on the mirror you know like and a holistic perspective sometimes if he bring it to you it ain't just the enemy right. you know sometimes you know it's for you yeah and, and while you were talking it reminded me of like us not thinking of brokenness or being a wound made with somebody as like the big thing so mm-hmm. like breakups or like I don't want to say grief because I don't even think uh, I guess grief, yeah, grief it can be real. grief can be a brokenness yeah. but yeah, I, sure. that's just a little touchy um, bitterness bitterness um, all of those things. But one of the things that God put on my heart and reminded me about, and I'm going to be truthful. Um, I think there was a time in my life where when I had an issue with a person, I would talk to somebody who I knew also had the same issue with the person versus mm-hmm. taking that person to God and saying, God, right. this person makes me feel like this. And I don't want to feel like that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be bothered by that. I don't want to be broken by what's happening with this person. Mm -hmm. So instead of me bonding over that wound, the wound that this person is inflicting and has inflicted towards me or has inflicted towards them and us becoming wound mates in that space, Mm -hmm. God, heal me of that wound. Let it not be something that interrupts my my progress and my purpose you know heal the wound so that i can move forward and won't be impacted by it and i think that for some of us those those are also things that we have to look at and see like am i bonding with a person over a wound that is inflicted by something that may not be a huge thing and i may consider a small thing but by bonding with somebody over it's just making it worse and worse it's like picking at a scab versus going to God and saying, oh, yeah. yeah, yo, this hurts. And and I have experienced it so much, mm-hmm. definitely this year, where it's like, God, this hurts. And I think for some people that's hard to be like, yo, this hurts. Yeah. You know? But I've watched God in that space literally put me back in the same situations where it's like it just rolls off my back because I'm healed from it. There's no wound there anymore. So I can now interact in a different way because I'm not bonding with a person reaccounting a wound that should have been healed. You know what I mean? Now I'm healed from it and I'm like, all right, I I see this for what it is and I'm not going to allow it to hurt me again. I'm going to just keep it moving. So Mm -hmm. I love what both of you all said because pretty much to like sum it up, it sounds like you all are saying that God uses your brokenness to reveal your need for him, hmm. not your need for anybody else, yeah. but your need for God specifically. Yeah. So I think that really will circumvent you looking for a roommate or attaching yourself to a roommate is when you know that you're going through a broken season, that you are in a place where you're developing a need or or appetite for God to just heal you concerning all things. Yeah, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I guess that's me. Um, for our scripture for this week, mm-hmm. uh, we are coming out of Psalms 34, 17 and 18. I love the message translation. Um, and it says, is anyone crying for help? God is listening, ready to rescue you. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicking, if you're, excuse me, if you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. And um, especially that part where if your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. It reminds me of a, a conversation we were having off, um, off mic where we were saying that a lot of times we might look at or think that, oh, God has distanced himself from us. And it's like he's never distancing himself from us. It's actually us distancing ourselves from him. So if you're in a place of, you know, where you're sitting there licking your wounds and, you know, you're looking for that attention in that space and you're wanting, you know, somebody to basically grieve with you in a way. Yeah. Um, just be mindful of that and, you know, take it, take it to God. Like it's he's he because. I feel like a lot of people are like, well, it's too late. He's too far. And I'm like, no, he's literally right there. He's literally right in front of your face. You might not see him, of course, but literally figuratively right in front of your face. It's just like waiting for you to just let it go. Like let all the hurt, the bitterness, the grief, whatever it is, go instead of constantly going from person to person in a way being a leech. So, yeah. Yeah. A leech. All right. Are we doing a song this week? I think we should. What's on the soundtrack, Lauren? You got a song, Lauren? It's a song I thought about. It's not about like. It's not a song I was thinking about, though, right? I mean, but it could be a song that could minister to them or whatever. Oh, it's going to minister. Oh, Lord. Who is that? Oh, Lord. Yeah. So um, I don't know why I'm singing this season, but uh, (laughs) um, the song that I thought of was Travis Green. Green. Gosh, I, I always want to call him Travis Scott, but Travis Green. <laughs> That's a whole nother artist. I know. And it's I should not say Travis Scott on Saved Girl Secrets. It's okay. We yeah. can sing or say my song. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh Travis Green, um, he has a song called uh Love by You. I love it. Pretty much I love the beginning of it. Um the lyrics start off by saying, Who am I? That I remain on your mind. Mm. Um, I love that. Song. I love, yeah, Tori Wells like that, a version yeah. of that song. It is yeah. so good, guys. So not only just listen to this, listen to the song, but listen to the lyric. Look at the lyrics too, mm-hmm. and begin to minister to yourself because I believe that that definitely can pull you out of a broken season. It just mm-hmm. reminds you of who you are to God and, and your relationship with Him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. We we hope that um. We hit on something that helped you guys out today in terms of being broken or your wounds and how to, you know, not connect with people in brokenness for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you have a wombmate, okay, this is the time. Tell them you're moving out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Tell them you're moving out. All right. That and you already on. have the bags packed. Yes. Um, Ashley, do like I do to my ex spouse, just ghost him, okay? No, because no. <laughs> I was thinking you That's can have inflicting another one. Yeah, you can have conversations with these people. That's conversation, and, and especially like if it's a relationship, like you know, I know that's a little more technical, mm-hmm. but if it's a friendship. I feel like, you know, if you get into a certain space, you should be able to be vulnerable enough. Like, first of all. Y'all were vulnerable in y'all wounds talking about everything else. If you feel like you're growing out of that, 
you should be vulnerable vulnerable. in your wholeness exactly in your wholeness and encourage that person to seek healing as well yeah so by any means necessary because somebody gotta grow and somebody gotta pull the next person with them that's right i mean even though that ain't your job but but if that doesn't work you heard what i said yeah yeah if that doesn't work There are times and seasons for everything. Yeah, and it's okay to let that go. And it's okay to let it go. Right. Because people grow apart. Elsa. Right. (laughs) Let it go. So, yeah. But, uh... That's it. That's it. That's it. Shoot us a secret letter about your wound and or wound mate feel free to send it to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at savegirlsecrets on instagram and savegirlsecrets on facebook we don't be tweeting like that but if you want to follow us on twitter that's cool too mm-hmm. um be sure to tune into our after shows on clubhouse wednesdays at eight because we be dropping gems is it eight, <laughs> eight or eight thirty 8 30 p.m um we'll continue the conversation we'll answer questions ask some questions tell more of our business and we want to hear y'all business too y'all can yeah. tell us some more y'all. <laughs> we want to know y'all business too yes so well, they yeah. be telling us their business no i do love the fact that and we can hear your right. voice and and your point of view is yeah for sure yeah so join us we love you guys good god bless you love and peace bye bye, bye.